So on the way home from work, it was pissing down, and at the bus stop was a guy with green grass camo jacket and sand camo trousers. And I thought, what war are you in? How did you know he was there? Because it was sand and grass, <laughs> and he was in a fucking wet bus stop. <laughs> if he had the blue water camo, that would have been invisible, and he would have been a great disguise. Yeah, whatever he was doing there at the bus stop, it would have worked. Waiting the bus, more likely. It's fucking weird. Why? Why we are two different sets of camo? <laughs> That's like having the back legs of a donkey and the head of a monkey. <laughs> it just seems quite impractical. That would be really lopsided animal to have. Well, which exactly it must be the lopsided type of brain that this guy must have to have these two different these to, to have that wardrobe choice. I do think if you ever if you wear full camo and you're outside and you're not in the army, you are a serial killer. Uh, yeah. Although serial killer we've got to discuss today dressed up like a clown, which is the opposite of camo. Who? John Wayne Gacy. I have done my all my research on John Wayne. <laughs> that would be uh, that would have been a good one. I genuinely thought this was about fucking Rooster Cogburn. <laughs> I'm gonna kill and bugger all these young boys, pilgrim. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see that movie? I would have also seen that movie. John Wayne bugger and boys. <laughs> John Wayne bugger and boys. <laughs> Welcome to Scotland vs Evil, episode twenty five, where we discuss John, <laughs> not John Wayne. We discuss John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown. What a fat dick. What a fat duke. Just want to say that we don't condone or idolise any of the killers we're going to cover over the next few weeks because we're not perverse. Well, we are perverse. Yeah. Yeah. So any any jokes that we we make uh, over the next few weeks, please take them in light and fun. Yeah. They'll be hilarious anyway. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be totally hilarious laughing at them. But we're not laughing at the victims, we are laughing at... The situation. <laughs> <laughs> we are laughing at the idea of boys being groomed. <laughs> So, if, you, if you're 15 years old and you're just hanging about in a gay part of town at a bus stop waiting to be picked up in the 70s, is, I mean, who, whose fault is it? No? <laughs> I still think it's John Wayne Gacy's <laughs> That's fault. That's what I said, it's John Wayne Gacy's fault. Right, we watched, uh, uh, to stick with kind of our theme, um, we watched uh, the, a movie, a Hollywood movie, well, I say Hollywood, a movie that's been made about the serial killer's life and then we were going to discuss um, our kind of own findings on, on the killer through research and whatnot, but we've, um, so the movie we watched was, what year was this one? 2003. 2003, and it stars Mark Horton, um, he's been in a bunch of different movies, you recognise his face, but he's never been a lead. If you ever watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure, he was the angry enemy neighbour. And if you uh, lived in the <laughs> Plains in uh, Illinois, then he would have been your angry uh, <laughs> neighbour there too. <laughs> uh, it was directed by Clive Saunders. It was a TV movie, apparent in the low budget, and they kind of play it fast and loose with a lot of the facts about John mm-hmm. Wayne Gacy. Yeah. You're watching it going, that's not fucking right. That's and then you've like. actually got to Google and go, is it right? No, definitely not. Yeah, right. well, a lot of the facts that I thought when I was reading through it, it's probably some of my notes, I'll maybe skip over those ones. Now that I've, after I watched it, I've done a lot of research beforehand. Watched this movie for discussion now, and then went back to double check some of the facts. And I, I, some of them were more true than I had realised. However, there was kind of differences yeah. in, in it. Uh, mainly, my biggest my biggest issue was that um, all the kind of 15, 16 year old boys that he's supposed to abduct, they hired twenty four year olds to twenty eight year olds in the movie to play them. None of those boys look like boys. Yeah, they all older men. Plus, it was meant to be in Chicago, and there was mountains. And like palm trees and stuff. It's, <laughs> not, just, it's not Chicago. It's not summer Chicago. There's I've no never, I've never been in Chicago before, so I, I couldn't. I couldn't. There's, there's no mountains. Oh, in Chicago. There's no mountains in no. Chicago. Okay. 
That's like the film What about the Rockies? Are they not near Chicago? No. Can you not see them through your windows Colorado. or if you look at high? Rockies are in Colorado. What about <laughs> if you're American and we are completely wrong, then we apologise. Our geography's not that good. I just don't like Chicago. I fucking love Chicago. Oh, really? Why do you like it? I don't know. It always it just seems like a big city. Although I met a guy in Amsterdam, Jerry, um, and he was cracking, we talked for ages and he was from Chicago. So you liked him just because he was American? Aye. Chicago is brilliant. So I've got you on Facebook, Jerry. So when I'm sharing all this stuff and you, uh, you're actually listening to the podcast, yeah, just shout out. He's a nice guy. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, um, this this movie starts off uh, with supposed to be a flashback to John Wayne Gacy's uh, childhood, like young life, going on a hunting trip with his dad. But they have hired two actors who are the same fucking age. Yeah. <laughs> that, that boy was not uh, is not a young guy, and that dad is not a dad's age. The dad's played by Adam Baldwin, who is actually quite an underrated actor. Well, well, but he's only he, in this for like three minutes. Because his big brother's Alec Baldwin. If he is, aye. Of course he is. The Baldwins are the Baldwins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, they get to the start, right? This is from back in the movie he goes in and he's supposed to, I'm a, I had made an issue to begin with, like why was he crawling in his crawl space? I mean, I know um, it was called a crawl space, but the one in the movie was massive. It was like essentially just like a half a basement. Yeah. But then when I did look it up, that was one of the facts that actually when I looked up, his house is like a four foot crawl space. So it was quite deep. Whereas when you say crawl space, I think of the space underneath my house, like British homes, like yeah. foundations, because I could literally crawl underneath it but I do you know how I would get under my house is there a don't kid on that you've no your <laughs> graves already pre-dug <laughs> I've got a well out in the garden there'll be a under your, your floorboard somewhere there'll be a thing like when my dad built his house it was in it's in what my it's my wee sister's room just now under the floorboards there's just like a kind of cut out section that you can lift off and I went under one time when I was I would have been about 12 and I went under and between all the rooms and the foundations like to, obviously the solid brick foundations there's a gap so that if, if you need to go under you can move around yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. house so I thought it would be good to climb to, to crawl all the way through I don't know if you've ever been in my dad's house but it's essentially if you were underneath the floorboards here went through the passages that are actually the doors as you go around and your house say and in um, your living room that's how far I crawled underneath the house oh, yeah. and then I thought wait a minute it's pitch black <laughs> I don't know it's spiders and beasties and I don't know how to get back out I started to get way closer to the man so that wasn't cool does Don still live with your dad mm-hmm. right so this thing's under Don's room yeah yeah, done. See those killer clowns about Lanarkshire? <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with them under that crawl space under your bed. Oh, if only I had a supportive family that listened to this podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, see, in fact, they start, it said the following story was inspired by events from John Wayne Gacy's life. Certain names, characters and events have been fictionalised. Mm-hmm. It's like the Anchorman thing. Is this a base in a true story? Only the names, events and everything else has been like made up. Do you know why that is? It's just because they fucking... None of their facts are right. Do you know why they say that in every movie though? Mm. Because of Rasputin. Why? Rasputin was killed by... I can't remember this one. Rasputin was killed by some prince or a king or something who fled. And then they made a movie about it, but they changed some of the story. And uh-huh. made the, what, the girl... I think they made the girl raped by the guy who's supposed to have killed Rasputin. Something along those lines. Or they implied it. Mm. And he came out of the woodwork and says, No, i done it. And that's not how it happened. So I'm suing these. So... Then from then on, Hollywood always just put that disclaimer on every. But it's brilliant to try people that have ran away and hid, like killers that are on the list. Why don't you put a movie out saying right they're all beast and wings? <laughs> so they come out and go, I'm no beast and wings. Oh, that's where you're. Please go get them. I don't know, but that's why. I think we've just solved every unsolved crime in America. 
publicise it they're make, wasting weight make, make, make a movie about them and, and, and fudge it up yep change the height that's that what I was getting if it's a guy say that he was like three, three inches shorter than he actually was would you, if you if you went on like a killing rampage would you come out the woodwork if somebody said Scott is five foot two yeah see if, see if they made a movie with me and said uh, yeah Scott Hurley killed like 25 people Scott Hurley had two siblings and he had a, a younger brother who was taller than him I'd be like wait a fucking minute <laughs> no I'm an inch taller than Stephen so I would come out the woodwork for that yeah just over an inch just high an inch <laughs> but only when I stand up straight because I slouch because I'm so tall <clears throat> Uh, Did you notice in this movie at the start, right? This is way at the beginning when they're running, powering through the exposition, and he goes in to carve uh, the, the turkey. He is the, the worst carver in the world. He stabs the chicken right through the middle, and I'm like, that's that's offensive I, to me. I, I enjoy cooking, that's offensive. I think that's made to show you that he's, I don't know, he's angry, even when he's cutting chicken, <laughs> that he's got stab emotions. <laughs> I think a lot of this movie, the scenes cut so quickly. It's like he's just walking down the road, and then Oh, we touch up this little boy, and oh my god, well, what's wrong with you? That's what I've, I've written that in somebody else as I get further on. I was um, like, it's it's this they, they, they really are running through, like powering through the uh, the information because they've obviously there's so much to put in, and they've kind of focused on the second half of his life. But it just it's a series of very short scenes. It's just powering through the story, yeah. and it and, and in that you can it totally feels like a TV movie. Like yeah. the, it, you can I mean it's I mean, it's it's funny to see a movie that like. The difference. That's not funny, but do you know what I mean? Like when you watch it on DVD, you're like, this is this just doesn't look right. The other film that's based on Gacy to catch a uh, to catch a murder with Brian Dennehy. Who the fuck are you? I'm Brian Dennehy. <laughs> not fucking Brian Dennehy. Okay, bye then. That's the same fuck. It's like three hours long. It's a TV movie, and it's meant to be brilliant. I just don't have three hours to watch it. Oh, and you can't get it anywhere because it was only released in America. Oh, fucking Americans. But I think it might be on YouTube. Not that we can do But then do you know what you sometimes get you go on YouTube and then you watch and it says this video is not available in your country. Fuck's <laughs> is it in the make? No. Do that with porn all the time. <laughs> so they write dirty stuff. But yeah, it's, it's very kinda I've actually, slapdash. I've actually wrote uh, this is such a this is such a made for TV movie, made for a TV that's never watched. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was watching, like oh man, it's fucking this movie's awful. It's so god so awful. His depiction of Gacy was quite good, but it didn't really concentrate on any of the victims. It kind of brushed over all of them. That's like they, they were introduced as kind of shit, annoying characters, yep. and then were disposed of straight away. It's it's right to show you from his point, or Gacy's point of view, obviously. But I just thought if you had a, like a wee brother or something that was beasted by him and killed, you'd be a bit upset at that. <laughs> at him being beasted and killed, and also at the. The depiction of them in the movie. No, I completely agree. It's the it's almost an injustice to the victims. Like yeah. this movie, because it, it just glosses over it. They almost seem as if they are like when they're crap workers and t- not saying they deserve it in this movie, but they do kind of put as if to say like, oh, these are just the lazy. They're like we punk ass bitches that yeah yeah, and he's he's obviously going to boot and just um, clean up the neighbourhood almost, but. I also felt as if in this movie, okay, it was only a 15, so I don't know if that was the reason, but they, they skipped over a lot of the actual murders. Mm-hmm. They, they implied that he used the handcuff, the handcuff trick. They depicted the rope trick that he, he talks about him with the tourniquet. He puts a stick in, the, he ties yeah. a rope around about their neck and uh, puts a stick between it and twists it around like a big um, handle uh, until it tightens up and, and, and suffocates them and cuts off their airways. But it didn't, go into any of the sexual abuse whatsoever. There was almost no mention of the fact that he, that he was just he was a 
closet hom homosexual or bisexual really struggling with the idea that he was attracted to males and all he's all i mean all the 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 boys he went for were were of age so mm -hmm. even if they were under 18 they were still you know what yeah, I mean? they were still yeah. growing up they were still through puberty there was no it was there was not a, 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 a i think like the a two, thing. two youngest victims i think were 14. right okay but even i mean even still he still look old but it's also it's also from a power point of view like they, yeah. they could even easily overpower younger boys and intimidate them and manipulate them because he was very charming he could always work over his, his crowd he was popular in his, his town both times uh, he was popular in jail when he got put in the first time um, he uh, so he's, he's got all, all these personality disorder skills that, that got him through this whole thing but the the, the movie skipped over all the sexual abuse because I tried to even I tried to look up and I tried to get right deep into the gritty descriptions of what, what happened but I couldn't find them anywhere what I did find at one point when the police raided his house along with the handcuffs and lengths of rope they found an 18 inch black dildo that was covered up all but 2 inches of it covered in dried blood and excrement that's pretty funny. and I don't think he's ramming up his own backside maybe well maybe <laughs> But I think that's his top you think sexual if he, torture. You think he managed to get 16 inches up there, they just went for his last two. Well, I, I maybe, you know, it's one of those big rubber dildos that's got the balls at the bottom as well, so maybe they take up two inches so you don't really have a full eight inches. I mean, put them in. <laughs> I did always feel a bit disappointed if you'd get 16 in and there's only two to go. See if you imagine, how big is 18 inches? See if you imagine, like, from your... I'll show you how big it is. <laughs> <laughs> from your, from your, your butthole to inside your body. I mean, that's up to maybe the bottom of your ribs or something. Now, I've seen a lot of really dodgy videos on, on the internet, right? There was a, there was a website that showed you know how like that jar squatter and stuff, right? Yeah. On that whatever website that was that Bobby showed me all those videos. <laughs> there was a website where this this guy bounced on potentially an eighteen inch dildo. I don't know. It was huge. It was stuck to the ground, and he must have done this a couple of times because it went right in dead fast. But see, when he was bouncing on it, right? He was leaning back, and it was like his stomach was pushing out I could see it on the inside of his body I'm like that is wrong. I'm like that that is wrong I'm like for, for one you must have not eaten for like four days because where the hell is all the poop gone when that thing's going to ram up your backside <laughs> two that must feel so weird like, you know when you feel like you're going to be sick and it's like not saying that um, you know anal sex is, is, is wrong or bad however people do go to jail for it in certain states in America so <laughs> so there you go um, but it must make you feel you know how that just that weird kind of feeling when your insides don't feel right and it's like you can feel, it's like itchy under your skin imagine all your, your guts moving about okay. Stop. on purpose Why? as well you're sitting oh. on a couch miming oh. having an 18 inch dildo up your ass. I, need to, I need to find this video for you and show you it man he totally bounces oh, he leads backwards and it pushes out east to the front of your stomach I'm like that's was, crazy I think he was using it when they were unconscious or dead so why put 16 inches in you can easily get the last two in I don't know I just don't get it. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's why I'm not that's, seeing that's the part, I, I don't understand. That's the part you don't, you don't get. Um, d like, there was, uh, in in this movie, like, I was thinking, see when it gets to the end, but there's not really a lot to, to discuss in this movie. He goes through, he, the, the, the kills are, are glossed over, The some of the, the, the facts are, are true to how, how it uh, progresses through it. Um, he gets caught, he goes to jail. Yeah, and that's pretty much how it, how it ends. When they discovered the the, the what he had done, the the severity of it, and they were pulling out all the bodies, um, well, apparently in real life, uh, it kind of just got too much from. He eventually confessed because the two cops were actually well, the police yeah. were uh, surveying surveillance in his house, and he <clears throat> and it broke him, and he did confess. Um, so when they were pulling all the bodies out, I mean, imagine it was your neighbour. Imagine you're looking at the window. What would you do? 
Like I tried to ask this to Lauren last night and she's like, nothing, he's, he's caught. I'm like, I'm not meaning like, would you be, would you, or would you be fit because you've got a killer next door? I mean, just how, I imagine think thinking just over, so creepy. over seven, uh, seven years or so, was, uh, was it? It started in 1972 and it ended in 1978 or is it 74 to 78? Uh, he was killed from 1972 to 1978. So, it was six years and then the trial, it took two years to go to trial. He was then tried in 1980 and then killed in 1994. So if you were thinking that your neighbour for six years had been killing people and you didn't even notice? I don't know how, nobody noticed. Throughout the movie, it keeps talking about how, oh, John, that, that crawl space is really smelly. Yeah. It's, oh, it's just moisture. No. Yeah. I'll get lime. Lime will cover the smell. No. And, and his neighbours, you see some of his neighbours, or at least his family, or his mum, re- reading about his mum, his mum totally had his back and denied any, any wrong yeah. said about him for the whole time until she had a couple of strokes and then it kind of wiped her mind and she couldn't even remember who he was. The wife ran away. Well, not ran away, she divorced him. Um, but... It depicted in the movie that when he was driving home in the middle of the night with boys tied up that, that no that people could hear him in his car coming and going. Yeah, but his wife actually seen him going in with boys a few times, then found all his dildos and stuff. So she thought she would just bang them. Yeah. But then those boys are going missing. So you think that you put two and two together? There were complaints to the police quite a bit and it was just like But he always picked kind of vagabonds and strays and Yeah. Apart from a couple of the boys that actually worked for him, but it was like, Oh no, he ran away from home, he told me. Yeah. One of the ones he actually he left a message. And the family were like, oh, can we hear it? No, I deleted it. <laughs> there was a the story, not in this, well, not in the movie, but in real life, where he, he kicked the shit out of one of the boys and then let him go. He went and grasped him to the police and he said to the police, no, we had a we had a sex slave situation, a consensual sex slave situation. And the police believed him. I know. But it, wasn't until that, it, it wasn't until that one cop that became the surveillance cop said, well, I'm going to check his background. Oh, wait a minute. He's been in jail before for forcing a 15-year-old boy to suck his dick. Maybe there's some truth to this. I, to be honest, I don't. But he was a kind of pillar of the community. Very manipulative, very, so very maybe charming. The police are thinking these young boys that are fucking vagabonds and are at kind it. of rough around the edges are just at it. Because some, because some of that, that's how some of the accusations didn't hold up because some of the boys were found out to be blackmailing as well during mm-hmm. the same time, taking money off them. So that well, you, how can you say that he's done this to you if you're taking money off him? Yeah, for the state the. Serial killer Dean Coral as well, just uh, they sell with young boys. It's like yeah. CBC an older man, and there's a guy who used to go to Hamilton Palace, and I don't can't remember his name. No way to say it, but he was easy kind of late thirties, early forties. He was clearly at young boys, but he just hung about. Uh, like everyone kind of knew me come over and just stand talking. You're like, what the fuck is it with you? It's weird. Uh-huh. And that guy could probably be a serial killer. No, I'm thinking about it. I actually think he definitely is. He's probably just like a 16 year old boy shagger. But I don't think it's it Hamilton Pass. So 18 year old boy shagger. Oh, Hamilton Pass, it's 14 year old boy 14 year old boy shagger. But no, I just he was so manipulative and charming, and everyone. I like I like the part where. Okay, they obviously didn't have, have, have legal scope to say it was KFC he worked in this movie because yeah. they just called it a chicken factory or whatever. But um, when he got that job in the in managing the chicken factories, he, he wanted the, his colleagues and his friends to call him the Colonel. That's 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 sad. Scott, you asked me to call you the Colonel the last time we were at KFC. That's because I eat KFC. <laughs> I just a, see, now that you know that he owns three franchises at KFC. He did, no, no, he, what, no he, what he did... He didn't own three franchises of KFC. 
He insisted they call him his nickname because he managed the KFCs, a job that was given to him by his father-in-law who owned the KFCs. He didn't do anything to become the manager, he was just given that job. But he still had the KFCs. His last meal was a bargain bucket. Yeah, his last meal, what was it? Uh, 12 fried shrimp, a bucket of original recipe KFC, French fries, a pound of strawberries and a Diet Coke, which he ate in a private barbecue, uh, private picnic in the grounds with his family. Um, why, why would you see if it's your last meal? You're getting a bargain bucket, you're getting all that shrimp, you're getting everything else. Why Diet Coke? Just go full fat. You think some people must, must like the taste. But it tastes shit. I think it tastes shit as well. But I was also thinking, do you think some people are that sadistic that you would just be like, would you want to eat? Or give me like, you know, 25 cheeseburgers. I'm going to eat as much as I can. Give me like uh, two uh, chicken tikkas and a chicken korma. I'm going to eat yeah. a lot of this. And then when I get electrocuted, I'm going to fucking yeah. sick and shit everywhere. And that's going to be terrible I'm for I'd go further than curries. I'd be like cod liver oil. <laughs> the fucking sun is going to explode out of me and then what would your last meal be <laughs> apart from the 18 cheeseburger thing <laughs> what would my actual last meal be if I was on death row yeah. um, a bucket of original recipe chicken really yeah <laughs> I love I love KFC see if anybody's listening and wants to send us any gifts send me some fried chicken <laughs> send us some ratings on iTunes as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no I, I really don't know what my last meal would be because I think if I was in death row I'd probably unless I was adamant that I was guilty and maintained innocent oh, sorry unless I was adamant that I was innocent and maintained that innocent even though even if I knew in my head that I was guilty hmm, I don't know like if I don't know how I'm trying to, what I'm trying to get to get if, you, as, to if you're at the point where it's your last meal you're not getting out of it I think that I would probably just I don't know if I could be like take the piss even though it's my last meal and I'm about to die, I'd probably just buy like, just give me, you know, a, a roasted cheese or a cheese and ham toasty or something. Like. Well, I'd do I'd pick something that like would take me fucking ages to eat. A lot of people um pick comfort foods that remind them home, like uh, Sunday dinners and stuff like that. Yeah. But I have I believe a lot of states who still do the death penalty have changed it because a lot of inmates were taking the piss and they just now just give them whatever it is on the Aww. dinner for that day. Because I'd probably have like three chicken satay meals. Three portions of fried rice, portion of salt and chili chips, two steaks, probably a bucket of chicken. There must there must be a limit though, like a no, like just a keep going. So they go right by the way. That's it. You're getting killed in five minutes. So like, I've not finished my last meal yet. And they say tough. They say this is your schedule. Right, it's my last meal. You've got to finish it. So I'm still I've still mate I've still got two bargain buckets, <laughs> a big bag of McCoys and a steak to eat. Come back in an hour, and then I just keep delaying it. Oh mate, still got a steak. And hopefully by that time somebody's come out and went, he never actually done it. <laughs> 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 it's their pardon. They say, go back to the uh, the managing thing when he got the job as the manager. That's what they said. Like obviously insisting on the nickname, but that he's one of his friends from like before he like he found out that he was a killer. Um, said that he loved the power. He loved telling people what to do. He loved being in charge of people. Oh. And I think when he was in when he was in managing the KFCs, he was only about twenty four years old because this is the first half of his life. This is when mm-hmm. he has his first management that he has the kids with. And just to think, those kids are probably still, I don't know, you couldn't find anything about those kids, those kids are probably alive, maybe oh, definitely alive. in their 40s or 50s, or younger than that actually, because I was thinking, um, when I worked out the victims' age, the victims would have been about 45 to 55 years old now, so his kids might be 35 to 45, if they, if, if say if he was in the 70s, yeah. if that was in the 78, 78 and stuff. Like. But when shit like that happens, you just get fucking whipped out of witness protection. Well, that's what it said. When he when he, disip- when he went to jail the first time, they never ever seen his wife or his kids again. Yeah. So she went away, changed their names and never mentioned them. He went to jail for taking that young boy, getting him drunk and forcing him to suck his dick. He went to jail for 10 years. And because the police liked, the, the prison guards liked him, 
he got out in 18 months. Yep. That's ridiculous. And then get out to kill 33 people. 29 found in his house. Well, 26 under the crawl space. One in the garage. One in the back of the garden near a fire pit. And one under the joist of his dining room floor. And then four more he fucked out the river because the, the crawl space was full. <laughs> and he actually told police I was going to start putting them in the loft but I was worried about leakage. And I thought, fair enough, mate. I'm always worried about leakage. <laughs> Leak- I, leakage, he said he, he stuffed their underwear in their mouth because the one guy he put in the cupboards to hold for a while, uh, the fluid came running out his nose and his mouth and I actually seen that happen in real life one time. Really? Yeah. One of my guys died uh, when I was a nursing assistant back right. years ago. Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> one of my guys died <laughs> and I had him in the cupboard. And, uh, and, and he... Um, the washing of the body and preparing yeah. the body for the, the undertakers to come when we rolled him over the, the contents of his stomach poured out his mouth and his nose and it's weird to see because oh. it's like you know how if you know somebody spits like liquids out their nose if they laugh or cough yeah. or if their nose bleeds or if they're you know you're being sick it's all bodily movements and it's all convulsions and it's all like you can see it as no, what is normal uh-huh. when there's no restrictions on the body whatsoever no muscle restrictions and it just pours out it's literally just like it's just pouring out a tube it's so strange. And you know what? One thing, there's there's like three or four smells that have never left me and that oh, his stomach contents what did he one eat? of them. Uh, it was just build up drink. He was he was dying, he was an old man, he was frail and it was like high high calorie build up drink, so it wasn't even really any smelly and it was more the stomach acid that smelled. Because hospital food bright yellow. Oh, oh. Hospital food rotten as well. Aye. They're like, comedy you for dinner tomorrow? I said, I won't be here tomorrow. It's all an overnight. They're like, oh, you just take it and then the next person will get it. I was like, oh well. Cauliflower cheese, oh, yep, you're getting that, mate. And oh, what's that for drinks? Oh, a glass of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. And I think that's what bastards do in the hospital. I would never do that. Well, I did it, so. Ignorant, ignorant bastard. <laughs> well, I um, fucking eat the shitty cheese sandwich that the guy the night before had picked. To, to, to finish up the movie, right? Because it's it is fucking bollocks, man. I've, 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 I've tried to write down a couple of quotes and stuff, but the quotes are so shite. And I've written down um, the only qu- the only things I could write about the movie was because it was a plastic cover over the couch, and why the hell would anybody do that? Uh, there was an extra in the background kicking a ball. I was like, he's so shite. That's, yeah. These are the kind of things that I'm picking out because the like the movie is that bad. What I wrote here: the movie sucks balls and is an injustice to to Gacy's victims. It totally, totally is. I think his particularly Gacy wasn't bad. I think if they had a higher budget, they'd be able to stick more in the actual timeline. And maybe make it more violent. Maybe make it a bit. Definitely, I think you need to. I think to to not kind of be on Gacy's sides to a point, you need to see him properly torture people, and that's the point. I mean, yeah. no. I mean, or even even imply it more, even imply the, the abuse, the torture, the sexual abuse, not just like putting handcuffs on people and then that's yeah. What you know, gone. he was a bad bastard yeah, rather uh-huh. than just a fat jolly old yeah. man that like. Fucking yeah. banging boys. Absolutely. I give it uh, four bags of lime out of ten, and that was me being very generous. I'd give it a three. I watched it on YouTube, and I have absolutely no intention of buying it on DVD. No, I bought it for the bit like the video shop. That's how long ago I bought it. X rental, like when I still lived with my mum's yeah. shots years ago, and it's uh, that's the second time I've watched it. That's how that's how often. It should be scary though. The only thing creepier than a middle-aged man in a clown costume is a middle-aged man in a clown costume that rapes young boys well that's the thing because the clown costume in this movie other than being on the front cover and being in it maybe once or twice it never yeah, they don't bring it and that's the point that's like the point we were making earlier on about the, the quick scenes they, they power through all these different informations it's like 
Gacy worked at chickens or he worked a, he made his own contract and company or he uh, he killed a boy or then he picked up a guy at the bus stop or he dressed up as a clown or he had this 4th of July party and everybody loved him or he was underneath his cross space it's just powering through all the different relevant facts to get to the end and they say he killed 33 boys and now he's in jail and now he's dead yeah and he had interviews with him and like say he admitted everything like he came out and obviously said like he actually in the garage he marked it on the concrete where the last body was buried yeah. and he went on and admitted to every single or all the killings and said that the last four he threw in the water because he had no space then like two years before he was going to die he came out and went oh, I had nothing to do with him like nothing at all this is all I I was complacent in five of the killings and then there's like an interview on TV did you watch it on YouTube? I watched some of them uh, I just seen the one where he was, he was teaching the guy the rope trick it's that same interview. It was just a short one, part of that scene. Where he goes, oh, so uh, John, and he asks him about one of the victims, and guess he's like, oh, I can't ask him about him, uh, he's not one of the ones I killed. And then the guy goes, I'm not a prosecutor, but does that mean you've killed them? He's like, no, I didn't say that. It was, you just said he's not one of the ones I killed. No, no, strike that, I didn't say that. <laughs> like, you are talking shit. There was, at the, I was trying to find quotes that he'd said, and a lot, like, these quotes are big, quite big ones, so they weren't kind of good to write down and, and read out, but there was a lot of quotes that um, that he laid to claim that uh, the defence uh, had a certain, or the prosecution had a certain case laid out, so different parts of the evidence, they said he held back, they held back, because it didn't fit with him doing all the murders. He tried to claim that other people had killed some of them, that yeah. there more people involved. He tried to claim that he'd never done any of it. There was quotes here. It's, but apparently one quote he said was, um, I should never have been convicted of anything more serious than running a cemetery without a licence. And that's <laughs> ridiculous. Also told the police when he was uh, that were surveying his house, clowns can get away with murder. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, wait, I was say, I don't remember killing anyone. I could have done it without knowing it. I'm not sure if I did it. <laughs> I mean, I'm right. It's just a desperate attempt to try, like, open up an hour trial and maybe prolong his life. Because when he was in jail, he was actually doing well for himself. He was doing volunteer work. What, the, the first time, wasn't it? Even when he was on death row, he was still... Was he hoping for, like, an appeal to... Yeah, he was still trying to help just he, was still, he was still being a nice guy. And then it was, like, a bit like making a murder, but he really thought, I'm fucking innocent here. I only know about five, so he's like, you can't ask me about that. I guess if you if you believe it for long enough, if you then then eventually just if you if you t- if you keep convincing yourself and telling the telling the lie, then eventually you can start believing it. There was one time uh, my brother told me years ago when he was a part time job in the in a supermarket, he wanted to go home, so he started to like act sick so he could go home early. Yeah. And he said he he, sat, he hammed all this illness up and he's like, oh, oh I don't feel well, oh I don't feel well. They eventually did his manager, oh, I need to go home, so he got like a half day, so he got home yeah. early. He got to the house and he's like, oh man, I'm so sick, and he's like. No wait, wait a minute. No, I'm not. <laughs> so he completely believed. He got home and still felt he was sick because he 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 built up so much. So I mean, maybe if you believe it for long enough, if you keep saying it, then you know, I, then it becomes truth. I don't know. If you've just murdered thirty three boys, you've admitted it. You've kind of broke down. They found the thirty three bodies. Well, twenty nine bodies in your house. Then, no matter how long the time period is, you're not gonna go. I didn't do that. Ah, it was in my house, but that's just circumstantial. He fucking did. Basically, when he said I had there was seven keys to that house and people kept coming and going, that house wasn't even my house. It was part of uh, PDM's contracting. Tom shite, man. Tom shite. All the victims were strangled with this tourniquet thing that he'd um, that he liked to say that he uh, learned in the scouts when he was younger. Except the first victim that was stabbed to death when he woke up. This boy was living in, living in his house, renting a room, and this boy he Gacy woke up and the boy was standing in the doorway with a knife. And Gacy shot himself, jumped up and jumped on him and battered him, and then took the knife off him and stabbed the boy. Now, 
and then goes on to say that uh, the boy was just cooking breakfast. Right, okay, that may have been the case, but I've got knives that can butter toast, right, in my house. Yeah. I've also got knives that could kill me. I don't use the knives that could kill me to make breakfast. But this guy was like a vagabond, maybe. He doesn't know the concept of a butter knife <laughs> and a steak knife. And I also wouldn't stand in the doorway with that knife. If I was just cooking breakfast, I wouldn't walk about the house with the knife, I'd just leave it where it is. But you so know I think maybe it's all his fault that Gacy turned into a murderer. I don't know, would you ever not go in but and go, oh, that's so funny, and just like kind of flash a knife at him, at the big fat man that you've just met? <laughs> <laughs> You're not living in his house. Yes, no, that is funny. Uh, also, um, he realised that he loved killing because he jizzed his pants when he was stabbing him. Which I've heard you do. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're that... Way inclined. If you're that way inclined, but you, ne- you you never know that you're that way inclined until you like do like how do you know that you like you don't know that you love fishing until you go fishing and you judge yourself. You're like fuck man, this, this this is what I'm meant to be doing in my life, you know. Like so, you just need to you just need to try everything once before you find out. Are you could know in murder score. No, I'm just saying that you should try things, and once you once you involuntarily judge yourself, then you know that you found the thing that you're supposed to do in your life. Have you I- ever involuntarily judged yourself for anything that you've been doing? Sex. <laughs> Involuntary? Yeah, well, it's not. It's not. I'm not very good at it. You're trying try so hard not to. I'm not very good at it. Don't look hard. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I knew quite a bit about him because he's obviously one of the like, the fucking the big five. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realise just how many people it was when you go on like Wikipedia. It's like on on the the 18th of June he murdered so and so, and on the 23rd he took two other guys in, murdered them, and it's like. Oh my god, they're so fucking close together. Yeah. At least have a bit of breathing space. And He's actually essentially just using that as masturbation rather than jizzing by having a wank. Yeah, or just having sex with these oh, guys. I feel quite horny. I'm just going to go and murder a wee boy, which is wrong. <laughs> yes. yes, you're correct. It's very wrong. Like, like the killing all the, I mean, the list of the names is all there, and they also suspect that he killed like a bunch of other people as well. There's like four victims that found under his house with facial reconstruction done to their skeletons to get pictures of what they could have looked like when they were alive to see if anybody can recognise How can I don't understand how nobody can claim I mean I guess America's big so if somebody does run away run away from California and travel all the way across the country how would somebody in California know would even be looking in, yeah. in Illinois so maybe maybe that's the case why people don't go but you think they're missing people it should be this guy's missing he has his photo to everyone every police state and they can go right well that kind of ties in with this body yeah that name and age fits with that yeah, yeah. so Let's do it. Dental records and stuff. They only yeah. really identified the ones that had, like they found a college ring, they found a jacket, a hat, the guy's car. Like just easy the things. That the fucking the answer was written there. It's like that. Uh, what's that story we talked about before? Where the the cops took were allowed um, to take aliases because the the people didn't want their real names put in the records. And then when they went back to look at it, they're like, I don't have a fucking clue. What oh, it was is. the guy that was just was found lying. The Australian guy uh, uh, on the beach the summer. Man, the police just were allowed statements to be made under aliases. That's terrible record keeping. It's terrible police work. It's the seventies, isn't it? So I mean, I suppose it's possible that's the case. But at this time as well, and. The seventies, there wasn't many prolific serial killers. This one wasn't the first, obviously. Yeah. But to be honest, have we ever seen anything like it since? I don't think as much as that. No, I don't think there's been as as much as that. Again, I think he still holds a record. I think that's that's right. But twenty six in the floorboards. He's usually it's like oh, there's two in the floorboards and. They usually scattered all over the place, aren't they? And hidden different locations. They're not like and because I mean they dig up a body in in the desert or in like a bit of waste ground. Mm -hmm. You're like, shit, man, they're going to trace that back to me. But if you're buying them under your house, they're like, well, 
you know, you're already here, you know it's me. How can I, how can I hide this? And yet you still, oh, oh, I've never done it. I know. Oh, hi. <laughs> he got the boys to dig the graves as yeah. well. Like, oh, just dig two feet there. Do not go over that line. Just dig there. You think, as the boys, you'd be going, right, it's fucking stinking down here. He's put lime down, which everybody knows dissolves bodies. He's put lime down and he's making his dig and stay to these things. He's, probably, he's clearly picking boys on purpose on their uh, low IQs. But the last four guys that worked for us, all Davey, Frank and Ryan <laughs> and John... Have all disappeared. Have all disappeared. <laughs> and now I wonder if one was digging a grave and it's reeking of their bodies. <laughs> so I think it's everybody's fault. I wouldn't publicly say that. <laughs> I, I think there is... I think I'm actually impressed that he got away for so long. I know, it's a long fucking time. Dress a clown. If you see a middle-aged man in a clown, instantly you go, hey, he's a pedo, or he's going to kill me. Or he's both. See, if, if I seen, just even a guy in a, a van that's advertising his clown services going by, if anyone goes missing within a 50 minute radius, I'm going to phone the police and be like, I've seen a, a van, and it's a guy, it's like Bobo the clown, and he's based in East Kilbride. It was him. How do you know that? Because just, uh, just is. There's a no man I don't understand how anyone thinks dressing up as a clown is entertaining. Or do funny Or a way I fucking hate them Do you think uh, Gacy have ruined The clown industry I don't think There should be A clown industry Apparently but, yeah. apparently, um, It was written Not written for Gacy But the but clown I, Aspect yeah. of it Was inspired Pennywise Apparently Which then Was the reason why Everybody's feared of clowns So yes Gacy That's did ruin The clown industry was. That's why there's No circuses anymore So it was G- <laughs> Johnny and Gacy Ruined the circus Yeah it's only Acrobat circuses You get to see these. So like Were clowns scary Before Gacy Fuck I man, have you ever seen old clowns? That original McDonald's advert is terrifying. But in terms of like back then, when you scared old... them back then, I don't think so. Because that's what I'm not. I've always been. I'm not scared of them. I'm a tough guy. Because I it's the... yeah. <laughs> because that's the double standard, isn't it? Because they're supposed to provide entertainment and joy, and then and he didn't. But why are they always sad? Those ones, those ones um, came off the back of uh, French mimes. The sad ones. Yeah, and uh, and it's just different aspects. It's the it's the uh, Shakespeare masks. Smiling and the happy, the, yeah. the happy and sad thing, and it's uh, both sides. Because if you've got a unhappy clown, he'll either have a flip side in his character that's a sad, a hap- uh, sorry, sad or happy, or there'll be two of them in the show that will be the uh, flip yeah, sides yeah. of the emotions. So of the did coin. you ever play The Sims? Mm-hmm. See, so you used to build a house. You spent ages building it, and then start your family. And then one day, a fucking clown would come come along, enter your kitchen, and they wouldn't fuck off. He'd just walk out the house, pissing himself, <laughs> eating your food. And just constantly shouting and screaming, blah, 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 blah. it's so sad, and you're like, wait, they make good. Do you, <laughs> remember, do you remember that? I, but I usually just do the cheat, get hundreds of money, build a big fucking awesome house, and then just put them in a swimming pool and sell the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a bit, I'm now going to admit something that I shouldn't. I used to build up just a room, so you pause it, obviously construct a room round where the clown was during it paused, and nothing in there but an oven, and just keep trying to get the client to use the oven if he uses it eventually it'll knacker and it'll set fire and the client will burn and then it'll just be on left if he doesn't use it you just need to keep putting different like fat flammable things in and then just play the game for fucking hours <laughs> hours until you kill the client and that is essentially my sims playing sadistic yeah but their clients don't count clients yeah, you, didn't them. you didn't phone them you know you phone them you can yeah. phone you have a party uh, phone a pizza Wait, it's usually only when you put the picture on the radio. of the sad clown in your wall and say, yeah. oh yeah, oh, that, that attracts them. Mm. So that's why, if you look around my house, I have no... Oh 
shit. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that one, I've no pleasure to claim because I fucking hate them. I don't want them in my house. Apparently, uh, in reviews of that particular movie that's in that poster, you won't know that in your house either because I don't think it's pretty good. I know. I heard that. I'm sad about that though. Yes, well, you be the judge when it when it does come out. Eh, but back to Casey, I've got some things to ask about before his uh, life. They keep saying that he was a member of the JCs. What's uh, the JCs? Is that like the, the Masons? It's not. It's uh. Is it like in? It's like a. It's like a skit. I think it's like a scout thing like between sixteen and forty. I'm sure it is. Where they teach you like work skills, business skills. Yeah, I think it, it's essentially like a kind of adult. So, so it's kind of pointless. Scouts. Yeah. They pick I, it up in this thing as if it was a big deal. No, and it's, it's I think he was really in it, but there's been like three or four famous JCs. I think two of them are presidents. Hmm. And one. Well, that's him. what they say. That one of the one of the pictures uh, is him meeting uh, President Carter's wife, mm-hmm. and she says uh, she signed the picture. I'm saying all the best, John Gacy. Um, but that's not really fair she didn't fucking to, she didn't know. yeah to the um, apparently the JC chapter the second time round there was parties uh, drugs prostitution basement parties when he would put on gay films and invite the young males round that's when all that happened there was also do wife swap as well he would swap his wife and they would go home do you think they're still hiring because the <laughs> all of that apart from the the male videos, parties in the basement no because I, I don't agree like I, I'm disgusted by it I just I don't swing that way but the rest of it, yeah, that's fucking good. <laughs> one of the documentaries I watched, it was his sister talking when he she came over to visit one time, and then he said uh, they were out drinking at a bar. Gacy and his wife and uh, a f- other member of the JCs and his wife, and he said to his sister, we sometimes go home with different people, and she's <laughs> like, what? And then they obviously swapped wives and went home with two different people, and she's like, that's the first time I realised I didn't know my brother. So talking about his wife who was into the swapping, right? Did you you know how the part of the, the Gacy story where he uh, convinced one of the young boys to sleep with his wife? No. And then uh, the the boy, then he blackmailed the boy to keep quiet. Wait, how did he blackmail? I think he just started to kill it to battle. Oh right, okay. Uh, why does the wife never chance? Like, how young is this boy? Like, why is the wife willingly sleeping with these teenage boys? But if they were over eighteen, like they were eighteen, yeah. Where. Plus, also, I think she's maybe had a hard time as it is. There's, the police are going to be like, do you know what I mean? Just. I don't know. I'm going. To, I, I'd say yeah. she knew about those boys in the floor, and she's buggered off and got away scot free. Took the two. I, I don't. I don't understand how you can live like fucking five foot above twenty six rotten corpses and not think that this fat bastard's killing boys. I just don't. It seems to be quite a big part of your life, right? How could you get away with it with no one noticing? And and then for for a lot of the time, you've got cops outside the house looking in yeah, constantly. How me. can you still do it with no one noticing? I can't even fart in the house without Lena going, did you just fart? <laughs> oh shit. If I had 22 fucking corpses, I think somebody's going to notice. 26, sorry. I think, I think people, I think they definitely notice. Unless is it just that hidden in plain sight? Like it's so fucking obvious that they're going, there's no way you just get bodies feel, lying there. No, I feel like somebody would, somebody would have picked it up. But obviously nobody did pick it up because he managed to do it until he did get caught. But, but you always find that with the majority serial killers, it's like, to us now, after it, you're going, how the fuck did he keep going? Whereas, at that time, 70s, summer loving and all that shit, maybe nobody's going to think twice that it, fucking somebody in suburbia is capable of something so drastic. Especially somebody who helps the neighbourhood. And Whereas now we're sceptical of anyone friendly. Yeah, we don't even, I don't even know if there's a neighbourhood watch exists anymore. We've already got stickers up my door saying we do not solicitate this door. Go away. Don't, <laughs> don't come to my door. <laughs> That's it's, what just, I do. It, it's one of the things that if you see a guy walking down the street 
Remy boy, if it doesn't look like his, you go up, pedo. I do that, see if I see them, I, I sit up upstairs and I look at the room, if we, if we obviously not guns in this uh, this company, so I don't have any kind of scoped weapons. I sit up the tops, upstairs, and I sit in my window, kind of jarred open, and I watch people walking up and down, and if I see like a guy walking down the street with a wee boy, I open the window and go, Oh, see yours? And he shuts back and goes, Aye. I thought, yeah, I bet he is. And I go back in again and shut the door. See, for the whole start of that, I was like, why do you just sit upstairs and watch your street? You need to watch for the pedos, man. And the murderers, but the pedos are made. They're outside. Which one? My dad watched for the pedos. No, they didn't. Even when I told them I was being groomed, they said no. But they, as it is so fucking different now. But as now, if he, you just think straight away, you think everybody's a pedo, man. Yeah. If you work for the BBC, everyone is a pedo. That was true. 100% true somebody should have noticed so what we're saying for Johnny McGacy is somebody should have noticed somebody should have seen through his lies because apparently the lies he told and the stories he, he told to get people to like him people could see through them so even though he was a people pleaser and popular in the community because he'd done favours for people they should have seen through him that he was a fat smarmy sleazy disgusting human he was, a, he was a politician exactly I'm not saying all politicians are pedos but all pedos are politicians <laughs> all pedos are politicians <laughs> But he's got all the classic signs now, the classic traits of. Yeah, was he a psychopath? No, I can't remember if he was a psychopath. He, he was diagnosed with personality disorder. So while it comes under the Mental Health Act, it's not a, a, an altered con- a state of, of mind. He That's just the way his brain works, that he was happy or completely fine and at peace with killing these these young men. To, I think to still, all those years after, to still say that I didn't do it, or after admitting it, to say that he didn't do it just shows a complete lack of empathy for each of those victims, boys right. and he's still trying to kind of maintain some kind of modicum of control over his yeah. life and his story and that's how he's remembered and then like he's and then obviously like, no remorse that he's, his sister claims that his last words were I love you but that was maybe to her because his last documented words are kiss my ass which is actually pretty cool yeah <laughs> he uh, and he was uh, killed by lethal injection at the age of 52 in 1984 and it was for rape and 33 counts of murder it was a uh, 12.58 was pronounced dead. It went wrong. It did. It was an 18 minute procedure. Yeah, the yeah. first, they, they, when they tried to put it together to begin with. But they say, like some people say, oh my god, it's because uh, he was like the devil they couldn't kill him, yeah. but it was actually just because the guys that were doing it didn't know what they were doing. But it's just, I think if there's anything to take away from John Wayne Gacy, don't trust clowns. It's the 18 inch dildo, that's what you take away from him. <laughs> <laughs> don't trust clowns, don't trust politicians. If it's a clown politician, He's a fucking pedo. And just... If somebody says, here, I'll show you a trick with these handcuffs, don't put them on. Yeah, don't put them on. <laughs> or, look, I can get these cuffs. Can you do it? No. No. <laughs> See, if it's David Blaine, if it's fucking David Copperfield, if it's Dynamo, if they go, oh, I can get these, put these on. No, mate. Aye. Get to I'm fall. no falling for it. Very good, aye. Get your personality on the telly and that so <laughs> you can come in here and put me in handcuffs and rape and murder me. I'm no fucking buying it. If you're going to use the 18 inch, make sure you get all 18 inch up there. I'm just going to be disappointed if it's only 16. So, John Wayne Gacy. How, how does he stand in your serial killer rankings? Is he one of your, your favourite? And by favourite, I don't mean, again, that we idolise his Yes, folk. of course. Um, I just mean that... He's definitely prolific, um, but I don't think he's one of my favourites. No. no. I, think, I think his methods and his... He just seems fat and sweaty and smelly, and I don't think I'm, I'm down with him. No. I think it's outstanding that he managed to do it for so long but yeah there's nothing really there's, I there's, prefer my serial killers being properly unhinged where there is no real stopping them he knew what he was doing yeah like he was cold and calculated mm-hmm. I prefer 
my serial killers just being fucking bonkers. Did you know that when he was in jail the second time he started painting? And they say they sell, sell between two hundred and twenty thousand dollars for these paintings. Right. They're shite. They're all like clowns. They're <laughs> <laughs> fucking clowns. Would you hang one up in your house? Ah, uh, do you know what? I would until something like see if something in the middle of the night fail. I'd be like, ah, oh, fucking paintings haunted. <laughs> I'd put it outside. But I would do it because I think it'd be. It's weird to say cool because obviously there's nothing cool about this, but. It's pretty fucking badass to have a, a painting by a killer. Do you know who does own one? Who? Jonathan Davies, the singer of the Really? Yeah. He also owns two of the clown, the Pogo, the clown suits that he that That's, That shit's fucking wild. Yeah. I couldn't... Do you think he wears them? I don't know. He's, he, he claims that he wanted to open a museum, but um, I don't know if, if he is just too much money. Fa- that'd be quite a fascinating fucking museum. Mm-hmm. That would be a fascinating museum. I couldn't have the clown costumes though. Imagine you woke up in the middle of the night, look at a sweat and you were wearing it. <laughs> you don't remember you don't remember going to sleep and you're just wearing the clown costume oh I think that's a movie that is a movie you're like oh, that's a clown <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay so clowns are terrifying and John McNeese first is I thought was my, my idea now I think that's a movie <laughs> so yeah I had fun with that the movie wasn't the best no that particular movie was, yeah. was, was shite I'm going to watch To Catch a Murderer so you can do it with me go on YouTube To Catch a Murderer it's like three hours long and it's got Brian Denny. Not fucking Brian Denny. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> and he's also in Tommy Boy with Chris Farley. Ah, uh, he was taken too soon. He was taken too soon. I actually like Brian Denny. Apparently he plays Gacy brilliantly. Right. So, okay, I'll, I'll look it up. Obviously, uh, my research, because this podcast is now almost done, so I don't need to research anymore, so I can just watch it. Just for fun. Just for there's, fun. There was another one, it's a low budget one, it was called like whatever his house address was 83, oh, yeah, yeah, Summer Summerdale. Drive. Yeah, so it was like it was that number and Gacy House and it was about somebody going in to try find Gacy's ghost and they find it and on Amazon it was, That's all, like, it was like half a star they were saying this fucking dreadful <laughs> that, sounds, no that sounds dreadful uh, and there's also another one that's called Dear Mr Gacy and it has your friend William Forsyth in it oh, as nice. Mr Gacy hmm. uh, and it's like the interviews between him and some sort of journalist oh yeah I think you told me about that one already it's meant to be quite good mm-hmm. Again, if I had time, I'd have watched them. For this. Yeah. And you can't find them. They're all kind of region one. I know. I hate regions. It's so shite. So, don't watch Gacy. Don't dress up as a clown. Don't be a politician. Don't and rape and murder teenage boys. Unless, unless they deserve it. Yeah, unless you really have to. Because I know some teenage boys I know that some are, weed dicks out yeah. there, aren't they? Maybe don't need to be raped and killed, but there's definitely the slap. Well, have sex with them and then kill them. Just fucking beat them with an 18-inch dildo. That's demoralising in itself. I think if somebody beat me with anything still though, I'd be like, you may as well kill me because I can't face my pals anymore. <laughs> no one knows that I've had a black dildo slapping off my face. I think, do you know, I think it would be, it'd be worse if it was just like him um, slapping his dick off your face. I think that would be more degrading. No, because I'd be like... You'd probably enjoy that. Yeah, I, 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 there's I a means to an end in that one. He's a heavy guy, I couldn't stop that. If that was happening, I couldn't push him off. But if he's just running at me, slapping me with a dildo, I'd be like, mate, get away, stop it. I, I could conceivably get it away but then I'd have to grab it and then maybe somebody looks through the window sees me grabbing this big black dick and then I'm embarrassed anyway just if you want to beat me a dildo kill me <laughs> 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 I don't want in fact back to the time travel thing imagine you time travel to look at that window and there's me getting beat by a dildo and I'm grabbing the index looking like I'm enjoying it <laughs> 
I imagine your future self is looking into the window just in shame, just thinking, oh, that was a simpler time before <laughs> I had <laughs> Before I discovered it. Uh, so, yeah, what's next week? Uh, next week, I believe, we'll, we might as well go on to Dama. Dama? Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this one. Yes, I watched the, the Jeremy Renner movie last night uh, already and took notes on it, and it was pretty interesting. Is it is it the movie good? It's better than Gacy. Really? Yeah. It's not so, hard, though. No, it's not hard. <laughs> no, it's yeah. hard as Gacy. No, it's hard as Gacy. Raping well, all boys. He's raping boys. <laughs> and he's involuntary ejaculations. Um, so, did you do anything else this week, then? Uh, what did I do? I actually started going to the gym. I went yesterday morning and this morning I slept in. <laughs> so, so far, out of two days, I have been one day. That's 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 uh, 50%, so that's quite a good success rate, really, isn't it? I you have no intention of going tomorrow because okay. my legs are killing me from yesterday. <laughs> like, proper, it was leg day, and I've never done anything with my legs since I was, like... <laughs> Not like no, nothing, I just crawl. <laughs> 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 uh, and it's, it's fucking agony. So, what have you done? Uh, nothing. I I have sat on Mars and um, watched the telly. Star Star Wars have been on Sky like all the time, so I've literally watched all the oh. Star Wars again in different orders. They don't they didn't put them in order, which is stupid. So I've watched them all. They should in start putting them in order in the best. They should put them in chronological order. No. That's how a story works. I bet the first three are shit. Well, I like Phantom Menace. I don't like two and two. But the story's good though. If you if you follow it through. Nah. I like you McGregor's in it and I, I thought about this and I thought he's one of my favourite actors in the whole world really? yes I love his voice I love the fact that um, he was born not that far away from me I love the fact that uh, so is Susan Boyle I know and she's a great singer <laughs> I, uh, I love the fact that uh, he's been in some really good movies and he still is in movies that you wouldn't expect him to be in what like I like doing Transporting I like doing Shallow Grave I liked Rogue Trader when he was mega famous, he was in Young Adam. He loves getting his uh, his own uh, Obi Wan. <laughs> I didn't know his lightsaber. I couldn't think of a good pun for his Willy. <laughs> but he uh, he does get it out a couple of times. Uh, but I liked him in uh, Big Fish. It's one of my uh-huh. favorite movies. And I liked him in something that I watched, uh, Moulin Rouge. Still, we're keep saying it. We watched Moulin Rouge. You never seen Moulin Rouge? No. Oh my god! I watched it. Me and Lauren went to uh, Ivanhoe the first time. It was on the telly. And we watched it. And uh, for, for the first time I ever watched it, and I was like, right, I'm totally loving this. And then I said, do you know what would be great? I like, just, I create like crazy ideas in my head that of potential hobbies. Well, I, know, I know you yeah, do. A lot of them don't become real ideas, but I like, like to just start with yeah, right. <laughs> So I said, oh, how good would it be? I'm going to put on a stage show of Moulin Rouge and like maybe get it in the Kings. And Lauren said to me, don't be so stupid. And shot it down completely. <laughs> I had a few drinks, so I was a wee bit, I was a wee bit raw. I was getting all teary eyed watching Milan Rouge and that, and then she just shot me down instantly. And I was just like, "Oh well, I'm in a bad mood then." <laughs> and that was that was it for eighty. So I remember, but I actually came came round out of that bad mood and realised that it probably would be quite difficult to put on a stage show with having no experience, not no tactics <laughs> no on the stage, <laughs> of musicals, for performance in any shape or form. I thought, how difficult could it be, could it be to be a stage director? I'd also act in it as well. I think it'd be quite fucking difficult. I think I could. I think I could do it. Otherwise, people that actually train to do this would all be very successful. That's what I was thinking, right? I was thinking today. Think about all the different jobs there is, right? There's people who are starving in the world. There are people who are unemployed, whether it be their own lazy ass fault. There are people who um, have jobs that they work really, really, really hard and get paid hardly anything. And then there was a guy today on the Arts Channel who done a fifteen minute solo ballet dance to the bolero, which was pretty cool. But I thought. He, I bet he's got a fair bit of money. He's on the telly, for one. 
the Paris Opera, Ben Valley Company, and he's and he's, he was intense, and his body suggested that he does it quite a lot. However, I don't know how much money they actually make, but he certainly got a job out it. Aye, but have you ever seen Black Swan? Yeah. Ballad, they go through a fucking hefty, hectic... But then I also decided and thought, because you've got to say, they, they train. And then I, was, yeah. I decided, who decides that, that that's right? What do you mean, who decides that's right? You've got to train. I know, but who decided what ballet was in the first place? I think it's just the fluid motion of your body. You can't do Moulin Rouge at the Kings. What about the citizens? No. <laughs> no, I'm happy. You can do it at the community centre. Would you? Will you be in it? No. You can be. You can be John Louise Amos' character. I like John Louise Amos. So, what's his character though? Uh, I think he's a midget. Oh, brilliant! A midget clown, actually. <laughs> well, fuck off then! What doing that? You can be. Uh, oh, I forget. I forget all the names of the characters. Who are you going to be? You and McGregor, McGregor, of course. Come what me! Who's Caleb Oak? Nobody, it's Nicole Kidman. Yeah, it's Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was one of the Australians. <laughs> uh, Nicole Kidman's definitely my favourite uh, actress. What? Yeah, she's fucking super Have you just man. watched Moulin Rouge? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it the next that, That's why you're fucking obsessed no, with I love it. Nicole Kidman's one of your favourite yeah, actresses. I think so. I see, look at her, she's beautiful. Sharp. She's the second most beautiful person in the whole world, next to Lauren. Scott, Nicole Kidman. Yes, oh. she is. She's beautiful in The Others. She's beautiful in... She's not, she's got a kind of she? pointy nose and a weird face. She's beautiful and eyes wide shut. She looks a bit like a weasel. Like she gets naked and eyes wide shut, doesn't she? Yeah. And she'd probably still be with eyes Tom Cruise. Eyes wide shut is just her and Tom Cruise bang. She'd probably still be uh, with Tom Cruise if Scientologist never says no to, to her. I think her. she's the reason he got out of Scientology. No, she's... Because he thought, you've got a wee alien weasel face, or maybe aliens are real, or what's this religion? Scientology. We should totally do an episode on Scientology. It's so bonkers, we could talk about it for... No, because they'll kill us. We can, slide, we can slag John Wayne Gacy and all that because he's dead you know, we're fucking doing about it unless it's going to haunt us but we can't slag Scientology because they'll, they'll be here you sure? yeah Scientology's a bunch of wanks <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard has a big dick he has a big dick a <laughs> <laughs> big 18 inch black dog to be honest if I, had a, if I had like a real big dick I'd call it my L. Ron Hubbard because <laughs> it's just a name for a appearance <laughs> What's that? Ask my Ron Hubbard. <laughs> Come on, L. Ron. <laughs> we got some young boys to go see. Um, I just love the fact in Scientology that you need to pay to ascend the levels. And when you get to the top level, you need to pay like $500,000 and they tell you that um, the aliens uh, left um, wee souls and that's what's encompassing your body and you need to get these aliens out. And then one of the documentaries I watched, they said that's why they charge you so much money and make you ascend because if they told you that on day one, you'd be like, I yeah, right then, like catch you. Have you ever seen a South Park episode all about it? Uh, and I know that I recall, but oh, I mean, yeah. it's brilliant. They just the same as what South Park do, everyone. They just write down the bullshit straight away. That's it. It's about fucking aliens. And they also, when you go in, I mean, I think you watched the way through documentary or the one in Sky just now. It's not way through. It's somebody else. I think so. That's the one where the boy leaves, and then they come try and film yeah, and they actually, chase after him. And that. After yeah, them. yeah. Uh, and what they do is they get you one on one with people to like tell them all your problems and all your issues. Take him advancing, so see him. Oh, yeah, they call like, something, don't they? Yeah, when John Travolta, you get to like his stage, John Travolta wants to get out, then they can easily go to the meeting and go, John Travolta's gay. John Travolta had sex with three men. John Travolta did this, John Travolta did that. John Travolta so let his son out. die because of Scientology. Because they didn't believe in the medications that could help his, his epilepsy and his other issues because they don't believe. But I think they, they don't believe in psychiatry. I think he has tried to get out now. Me fucking wanna. See, that, right for being uh, out for so long. Leah Remney. What is that her name? From King of Queens and mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell, Miami. 
she got out recently and released it all in her book. Oh really? The Scientology award fucking mental about it. There was a story about her sister. And I can't remember what it is. <laughs> I think yeah, I may be wrong in this. I think one of the impractical jokers dated her sister and then she went to jail. Really? I think so, aye. That may be completely wrong, except her sister definitely went to jail. So why is this whole episode has been carried to defamation? So <laughs> keep it going. Just keep it going. Donald so, Trump's a big fat wanker. <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't take it. Yeah, he's a fucking dick. See, if you're American, I don't know, is voting still going on? Yeah, it's November. They don't, they've, they've not they voted, voted yet on November. Do yourselves a favour and don't vote fucking Donald Trump. I don't think they will. It was funny for a while. It's now not funny. I think even he thinks it's no funny. I think he just went to try and boost his career and it's just backfired. because I, I think he went out and went, oh, I wonder how far I can get with this. And people have fucking lapped it up and he's just going to keep going. Apparently he was just in Mexico there and he and he says that um, he, was, he, told, he told the Mexicans, <laughs> the president, you know, my, my, big, my campaign is based on us building a wall. Well, uh, you have paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, senor. Yeah, nada. No dinero. <laughs> no, he's de- I definitely think he's just at the wind up. I think it's going to turn out it's all like impractical jokers. Donald Trump and his pals have went, I can't believe this went that far. But then you then get Hillary Clinton or something. I mean, can, can he can he say no now? I mean, is that it? Does he have to do it now? I mean, what he's funded it if, all if himself. If he says, aye, aye, he fund, aye, aye, okay, do you know what he done? He funded it all himself, but when you look at the expenses, he's put, he put in however much, £5 million into the campaign, or $5 million into the campaign, when you look at the expenses, he's spent it all into companies that he owns. Or his wife's boobs. His wife has nice boobs. I can't believe how um, plagiarised and terrible that, that speech was. I also can't believe how much he's at. Immigrants are terrible and, and it's so ridiculously ironic anyway. But he's seen how the, the current immigrants that are in, in America, when he get them out, build a wall between Mexico, stop the terrorists, ban Muslims. Here's my here's my wife. Hello, I am Donald Trump. <laughs> I am from Eastern Europe. My accent is terrible mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know what part of Europe I'm from. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. It's, it's a joke. I'm glad it's not my country. Haha, Brexit. It's when Donald Trump was in the wrestling and him and Vince McMahon had a hair versus hair match. The actual wrestling? The actual wrestling. No way. Have you ever seen it? No. They had a match where the whole loser hit a... It was basically like a millionaire or billionaire v billionaire. It was Vince McMahon who's the head of WWE mm-hmm. or WWE and Donald Trump and the loser to get his head hair shaved. So Vince McMahon obviously ended up losing and Donald Trump shaved his head in the ring but there's this bit when they're wrestling where if you freeze it Donald Trump looks like such a fucking idiot I'm going to show you after <laughs> this it's so good and that's who's going to be the next president did you see the the thing I think I might have been posted into the Scott and Liam group on Facebook and it was the the gift that somebody had got of uh, Hillary Clinton and just, I don't know as it says when um, that she, some people say she's an android some people say that she's a lizard yeah. person and it was just caught that one part where she just like I don't know what she'd seen but it was just hilarious when she just like her face she made have you seen the Bill Clinton loves balloons video yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good oh, uh, simpler times it's, it's oh man I feel the thing is American politics is so governed by everyone in in the room. It's not the front person is just the, the the image. It's just the poster boy, really. So no matter who wins, it'll be the same shadowy people, the cigarette smoking men, who are going to sit in the back. Yeah, the Illuminati, yeah, who are going to be killing the shots. Donald Trump's not going to walk in and go, oh yes, well uh, there's the button and I'm pressing it. Boom, sending off all the nuclear weapons. I'm not so sure. I suppose if they give him the keys, then they might have it before they can stop him. So who knows? <laughs> Donald Trump couldn't work a fucking set of keys. Apparently, right, when his dad died, he, he inherited eight billion. And uh, 
over the years, his net worth is now something like four point six billion. So he would have been through all his investments in these companies and stuff. So he'd have been richer just taking the money and doing fuck all yeah. with it. So he's not a good businessman. He's, he actually, just, he's actually lost. Yeah, he started with loads. You know, he, he's not a good businessman. He's just a talker. Complete digression. Uh, hope you enjoyed that episode. Next week we'll go to Dama. Let us know your feelings on this killer series. If you like it, if you don't like it, if you've seen Gacy, if you've seen any other movies let us know get in touch at the usual places yep you can get us on Facebook uh, you can search Scott and Liam vs Evil you can find their Facebook page that gets updated weekly and, and so you can find their Facebook group that gets updated more actively you are free to post in there your movie recommendations your creepy stories your feelings on the podcast or you know anything you want how uh, sexually attracted you may be to me or Scott yes um, show us pictures of your big black dildos and um, it is. <laughs> uh, you can uh, get us on Twitter as always at Scott and Liam Versus and you can email us if you want to tell us something in private about how brilliant you think we are uh, email us at Scott and Liam Versus Evil at Hotmail.com cheers see you later no.